what would you do with six days all alone with no responsibilities and no expectations from anyone in the state of North Dakota? That's what I just experienced two weeks ago, and I cannot wait to tell you all about the crazy stuff that I took out of these six days, both personally and for my business, because I want to share it all with you guys. <laughs> like, I just love sharing. So I am going to dive into that in this podcast episode. So let us go. I'm Jamie M. Swanson, and this is my personal brand journey, the podcast for successful entrepreneurs and influencers who want to scale their business by growing their own personal brand. So let's dive right in. So if you're not sure why I am talking about being in North Dakota, pause this episode and go back to the last episode where I talk about how working less is good for your business and why I was on this North Dakota trip to begin with. And the short of it is that my husband and I do quarterly retreats where we get away, we let go of all the mental load, there's no expectations, we can do whatever we want during it. But it just worked out this time that instead of four days away like I normally do, four days and three nights, uh, I got to do six days because I was dropping my kids off at camp at the Peace Gardens at International Music Camp in northern North Dakota. And I grew up in North Dakota. That's why they go all the way over there. And by the time I drive home to Minnesota and then drive back, it's three days of driving. And so I drive home, I'm there for three days, and then I have to turn around and go back and pick the kids up. And so this time, instead of driving all the way home, I threw out the idea to my husband that why don't I just stay in North Dakota and do my retreat during that time? Because I would get six full days and five nights of retreating, and I would only actually be gone from home three more days than normal. So I got a longer retreat for less time, which was like a win-win for both of us in our book. And so he was all in, I was all in, and super excited because I haven't spent a lot of time in North Dakota other than bringing my kids to camp over the last couple of years. And uh, you can take a girl out of North Dakota, but you can't take the North Dakota out of the girl. I just love the state. I come alive on the prairie. Um, We live there from kindergarten through the end of ninth grade. I lived up in Minot and everything is different now. Like everything has changed from when I was there. And even the state, the whole like energy, industrial changes that are going on. It's just crazy. But I just love it so much. And so uh, I had six days, six days. And I wasn't sure what I was going to do with them. And for these retreats, I have total freedom. I knew that there was a few things I wanted to think about in my business, one of them being the mastermind I was planning, which I talked about a few episodes back. And then another one was um, thinking about how I wanted to move forward with my course that I teach, the Story Session System course to personal brand photographers, and um, when I was going to launch that next, and how I was going to continue to grow that. I had some just lots of thoughts and really wanted to go through some educational materials that I had uh, taken notes on. I really wanted to dive in and think about how I was going to apply them to my business. But for the most part, that was like a tiny part of it. I just mostly wanted to think through it. I didn't actually want to like do do a lot of it. I did some journaling, but it wasn't like I was sitting at a computer for almost any of it. What I did was <laughs> I did a lot of driving. <laughs> That's the first part because I started up in the top central North Dakota, like at the border in the middle of the state. 
And then I went to the east, almost to the corner, to the northeast corner, and I went to Pamina Gorge, and I hiked there, and then I stayed in Grand Forks for a night. Then I went down to Fargo, and I visited a friend. His name is Josh Bechet. He actually is a politician. I think I mentioned that in the last episode. If you in North Dakota and you get a chance to vote for him, you should absolutely do it because he's got a heart of gold and he genuinely cares about people. It's so weird that he's a politician because he was literally my best friend growing up. Like we were attached at the hip. We have many, many experiences together that I won't share here because it could embarrass both of us. And he's on a public stage now, so I'll let him share what he wants to share. But uh, just phenomenal guy. And I haven't seen him in like 20 years, which is just a shame. And so we got together and had dinner, which was so fun. Uh, it was so weird, though. Like, he, we probably had like 10 people stop by and like talk to him because he's just super well known. And um, it was really fun. Speaking of personal brands, we both have personal brands. And we talked about that a little bit at dinner. But we picked up right where we left off. I mean, I was able to go deep with him immediately, which was such a gift because we haven't seen each other for years, but we know each other's families. Like we, we know the, like all the years that shape who you are, those adolescent years and young, you know, kid years and even into high school a little bit. And, um, those, those experiences sometimes are some of the most powerful for shaping who you are as an adult. And so it, man, it just filled me with love. I just love Josh. And it was just so much fun to connect with him. And as we were leaving the restaurant, North Dakota just blessed me with this huge thunderstorm with the biggest, warmest drops of rain I've seen in ages. I mean, there was flooding, so that part wasn't good, but I just danced in the rain. Like literally my car was across the parking lot, the very far end, because it was super busy when I got there. And I jumped in the puddles and splashed. And I think Josh took some video and things that he sent me, which was just hilarious because it's just so me. I love to be in nature. And I just felt like baptized by North Dakota. Like that's how it felt. Like North Dakota was like, like, like bringing me into itself. I don't even know how to explain that better, but it was a delight. It was a true delight. And I just did it because it felt like it. I was already soaked anyways. And so I just leaned into it and let my little inner kid come out. And it was, it was delightful. It was super dark and late at night and whatever. So that was great. Um, that was such a way, wonderful way to start things out. And then I went to the west. So I drove from the eastern side of the state. So I met Josh in Fargo. And I drove literally all the way to the opposite end, almost to the Montana border. And I spent three days and two nights uh, backcountry backpacking and camping. I don't even know what to say. Back, 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 back. <laughs> I camped in the wilderness all alone. So I backpacked all my supplies in, all my water in, all my food in, a little camping thing, stove. I went on like the rugged trail. Uh, that's only supposed to be for experienced backpackers. But I'm experienced on a rugged trail around here. Uh, so I knew I could handle the trail and camping isn't hard. So it's setting up a tent and having your stuff. So I trusted that I could handle it and I was totally fine. Even though the ranger was like, are you sure? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, yes. Um, and that the three days there is where most of the breakthroughs came through. And I spent a day driving across the state in the middle of there. Um, but it was, 
oh, I don't even like, where do I even begin? There's so many good things I want to share with you. So um, the first thing I should mention is that uh, I was listening to the book by Jerry Colonna. It's a new book. It's called Reboot. And it's fantastic. It's all about radical self-inquiry. So asking yourself questions that just dig into the heart of who you are. And it's beautifully written. It's kind of written like a memoir, but he gets really personal, like I do on this podcast, but even more so. He goes into some of the painful memories of his past, some of the hard times in his life, and he talks about like how he came out of those things and the questions that he used to help overcome those. And he's a coach now, so some of it is the questions he uses with his coaching clients. But it was the most beautiful book on leadership and like how you have to go deep on personal growth if you really want to go deep on being a good leader. So if you're growing a business and you're growing a team, this is a must read for you. Reboot by Jerry Colonna. And it's, it was amazing. So it's, I had, I counted it up around 40 hours of driving in North Dakota. The first five or six hours, I listened to the end of the Twilight series with my 13 year old girl, because that's where we were at. And Guilty Pleasure, already talked about that, love that series. And it was so fun to listen to it with her. We've been listening for several months to the whole series together. So we finished that up. And uh, nor like in the past, I've listened to podcasts and other things, but I just went right into this book after dropping the kids off. And um, it was only eight hours of audio and I definitely did audio and I still had like tons of hours of driving in North Dakota, but I had to keep turning it off and just thinking because like, um, for example, a couple questions that pop up and that keep coming back to me. You know, how, let's see, what's one of them? I want to make sure I say this right. Um, what are the things that you aren't saying in your life that need to be said to anyone, to yourself, whatever, right? Like, that's a huge question. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like this is, this is deep. We're going to go deep here. And another one, oh, this one was so good too. Like, so these are kind of like three that came up. Another one was, uh, what are people saying to you that you're not hearing? Ouch, Maybe. That's a good one. And then a, another one was even deeper, even harder. In what ways are you complicit in creating the conditions you say you don't want? Like, whew, big questions. So like this book was phenomenal. So good. And it was so well written, like so beautiful with this so super story based. And it's everything, this whole personal brand stuff we're talking about building, like model what he does. It's gorgeous. If nothing else, read it for that sake alone. How he uses story to teach is brilliant. It's truly brilliant. But I took that entire trip to go through only eight hours of audiobooks. Like normally I plow through a couple books when I'm on long trips like that. So much thought and so much self-reflection as I'm driving. And it was so powerful. And some of it had to do with business, but most of it was just personal growth stuff. Like it was really a great trip for personal growth and just thinking through my life and reflecting on it. And like I said, doing this radical self-inquiry and just letting myself like think. It was amazing. And really like ask questions I or like answer questions that he was asking that I wouldn't even have thought to have asked 
myself. It was so powerful and so good. I just loved it and came back so filled from that alone. Uh, so that that's kind of the context of me coming into this Teddy Roosevelt National Park. Is this crazy self-reflection time. And um, when I got into the park, the most interesting thing was that the entire time there, like instead of thinking about all these things, the majority of my time in there was just spent thinking about like basic stuff. Like, am I taking in enough water? How am I feeling? Where am I going to sleep for the night? When should I stop to eat? What should I eat right now? Uh, how am I going to cool myself off? Uh, all of like, how, how can I avoid that bison? Because there was a lot of bison. Uh, it was constantly watching for rattlesnakes because they're in the park. Thankfully, I didn't see one, although I did stumble across a, rat, uh, uh, a gardener snake and kind of freaked myself out all of a sudden, which was funny. Um, I'll share a couple stories from this. But that time was spent so much so just thinking about the basic needs of my body. And the surprising part for me, and I was thinking about some other stuff too, but like the majority was just super basic. But the surprising part for me was that I'm a big feeler. I'm super empathic and I love to get out in the woods and in nature, like submerged in nature, like when I can be in water submerged, like in rivers, in the lakes, um, like literally laying against rocks. The whole idea of grounding yourself, which I always thought was kind of silly, I'm, I'm just totally turning into a hippie. I love it. Like I have embraced that so much this summer in a way I never had before. And it just brings me deep feels like I meet God in the woods and in the water. And I just, I feel God in all creation. I don't know how to explain that better, but it makes me come alive. It just brings that aliveness to me. And so I was just thinking, man, and I felt so called to Teddy Roosevelt National Park. I've never, I've never been there before. Oh, no, that's not true. I went once as a kid, but it wasn't anything that like stuck out. Like, Ooh, I got to go back. Cause as a kid, you're just like, whatever. At least I was. And, you know, it wasn't, it's not even what I think of when I think of North Dakota. I was thinking prairies and wanting to be in the prairie, but it just called to me. Like I just had this sense and it was only like two weeks before I left that I just really felt called to solo backpack camp in the national park and to do this big loop. Couldn't do the big loop because they had gotten a ton of rain the night before and the river was five and a half feet deep where I was supposed to cross with a really silty bottom, so not a st strong bottom, kind of muddy sinking kind of bottom and a big current. So it had to have carried a big pack over my head and like kept my chin up. It was too dangerous. Wasn't even going to attempt it. So I didn't, I had to modify my original plans, which was fine. And I still did almost as many, I did 17.3 miles with a backpack, almost all with a backpack in the canyon and camped two nights. And it was, oh, it was so perfect. But, um, Oh man, I saw so many bison, but I just felt called there. And the interesting thing, circling back to where I was, is that I expected to be in this canyon and in this park and just feel all the feels like when I'm in the woods here. And I didn't feel like anything. <laughs> I felt like tired and I felt really hot and sweaty. Man, was I hot and sweaty. It's so much warmer. It was like you know, between 85 and 90 every day and the sun was out and had my sun hat on, which was good to avoid sunburn. And like I got one of those UV shirts because I really hate suntan lotion and I didn't want to get burned because I, I fry to a crisp. I'm like super 
super fair skinned. And so I don't even tan. I go straight from white to red and then it's painful. So I got the long sleeve shirt that has, you know, like the air vents and whatever. It actually wasn't too hot with or any hotter there with that on the nut, which was surprising. But uh, the hat, oh man, it's so hot. But I, I didn't want my face to be burned, you know? So I did stuff and I had this backpack. So it was heavy and hot and hot and sweaty. And that's what I felt. Like I felt a little miserable for some of it. And, you know, like I said, very basic thinking about my body, how my body felt, you know, how I felt about getting out of the canyon, how I was going to bo- avoid the the bison, how I could find a good place for my tent that wasn't on a trail. Because the first night, this was crazy. The first night at like 2 a.m., I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping great. And I'm hidden in this little grove of trees off the main path because you have to be hidden from the main trail and you have to be at least 100 feet off of it or 200 feet off of it or something and so I'm I'm hiding not really hiding but I'm in a great place block some of the wind so if the wind picked up not a big deal and uh, I have the cover off of my tent so I've got this beautiful screen on the top so I can actually see the stars and the moon and everything and like 2 a.m. I hear this like stampeding animal like loud. It was definitely bigger than a deer because we have a lot of deer here. I know what deer sound like. I'd seen many deer. I don't know if it was one of the horned cattle, like the long horned cattle, or if it was actually a bison, which is my suspicion. I couldn't see it because it was dark and I didn't want to move or try try and shine a flashlight because I hear it like thudding by, not very far away. It sounded like right outside my tent almost, probably 15 to 20 feet away if I were to guess. And then I heard it stop. And then I heard it come back closer and then I heard it stop again and breathe. And I'm like, oh no, oh no, like freaking out a little bit inside, but trying not to freak out inside and just like laying there super still trying to stay really low to the ground in case it does come and like trample the tent or something. And then it went off and I just, I laid there awake for probably a good half an hour, like, like with my heart beating. It was crazy. It was amazing. Oh, it was such an adrenaline rush. And so the second night, I'm like, okay, I've got to make sure I am really far away from the paths. And they're everywhere. I mean, the bison paths are everywhere. There's hundreds of bison in the park. I have some amazing photos on my Facebook profile of some of the bison. Um, I mean, I saw probably three, four hundred of them at least. A couple of them pretty close up. A couple of them blocking my path where I had to wait for them to move or go way around them. And uh, so the second night was all about like finding a place off the beaten path where I could put my tent up. And so stuff like that, that's the kind of thing I was thinking about as I was hiking and making sure I had my water and had enough of it and like where I cached it and where I was going to go in and out. And I didn't have a lot of feels other than those adrenaline rushes. And uh, that surprised me. But during that trip in the canyon, um, I had some of my best ideas when I wasn't even thinking about it. And I... I went in intentionally because I had been doing a lot of thinking about this book and I was even listening to the book a little bit in the canyon. Um, But I was doing a lot of thinking or just letting my thoughts go wherever they would go. And I was trying not to judge it or have any, um, I didn't have any expectation on it. I just let it flow. So like if I was thinking about, you know, my water, I'd let myself think about my water and not judge that. But I tried to be really mindful of where where are my thoughts going on their own? Like, what are the kinds of things that are coming up? Because, you know, maybe there's a reason it's coming up. And, you know, just let it be. I just, it was freedom. It was total freedom 
to just camp. And I'm super random in nature. I'm like, I see all the beauty. I did so much appreciating a beauty and took so many pictures and uh, flowers and rocks and trees and moss and all the things and the prairie. Oh, the prairie found this antler shed and like all sorts of cool stuff. So, I mean, I'm just, it's just totally free, wild, whatever. It was amazing. And there was this one place where um, it was on the second day and I was actually hiking out of the canyon and I went, I was going to go to the visitor center and change my plans for that next night because I wanted to camp somewhere else um, because I felt like I should. And so, uh, and they need to, they want to know those things. The permits are free, but they want to know where you're at because it's quite dangerous to get down into the canyon and there's a lot of wild animals and rattlesnakes and whatever else. So, um, they, I changed my permit, but as I was walking out, I had to walk along this, the trail went along this ridge way up high. And it was kind of like walking between the peaks of two mountains, even though they're not mountains, it was like this canyon. And on one side, it looked like a mini Grand Canyon, just tons of striped rocks that had been eroded away. Absolutely gorgeous. And on the other side of the path was the Missouri River Valley. And like the canyon walls went down deep and then there were like these prairies and the trees around the river and the river bends in like this beautiful deep S curve that goes back and forth like a snake really deep. And it's just like, it was like I was on top of the world and I'm walking on this path that's maybe like this, this whole area is maybe like eight feet wide and it's really steep on the edges. So you're just in this crazy, it might be wider in certain parts, but the part where I was at was pretty narrow and just so rugged and nobody's on this path. It's just totally insane. I mean, you literally go up and down the canyon wall. It's just amazing. And I, I just was thinking about the mastermind and I was thinking about how I want to do a mastermind in the future because I know that that's what my giftings are. And I talked about that episodes ago. Um, and it, it came to me that I do, I would love to do like a strategic planning mastermind every quarter that's like three days long, like three and a half, like a social thing the first night, and then three solid days of planning out your quarter so that you can come back with your goals and projects and everything for your team and you can review. So like you get together for the next, you know, so if we do it in December, you can plan out the year, the big goals for the year, and then we plan out the first quarter, the specifics for that. And you could mastermind with the people there. We could do hot seats and say, okay, here's our goals. You know, here's the different things we could do. You could do hot seats and get like input from the entire group. And then we could set our goals and share them with the group as a form of accountability. And then come back a quarter later and say, how'd it go? And then revision, revise, I guess, technically, replan out or plan out the next quarter together and do the same mastermind experience. And I was thinking about how I really want people who love adventure that would go out and hike with me or do some of these they don't have to go and camp in the wilderness but literally aren't afraid to get out in nature and do something a little bit um athletic it doesn't have to be crazy athletic at least do some hikes or whatever and aren't afraid of that but really love that and come alive in that because having that space and building that into it would be such a gift because i'm like i want to have a retreat to plan every single quarter because this is so great and it just i love it i love the idea so much and I would love an excuse to travel to somewhere cool every single quarter to plan with people, mastermind, and adventure together. Like, can you imagine how tight that community would be? 
And so like, I love the idea and I ran my mastermind last week and, um, it's just, it's so clearly what I meant to do at some point. But the reality also came that that's like four weeks out of my year, because if it's three and a half days plus travel, it's going to be a solid week. Plus all the stuff that goes into doing it, you know, maintaining something like that in the middle, because it wouldn't just be the planning retreats. There'd definitely be the community component and, you know, all the support and everything that goes into it. And uh, four weeks out of a year is a lot to take away from your business and your bigger plans. And so I'm not even sure if that's something I'm going to do this year or ever, but like it kind of breaks my heart to say that because I just feel like, you know, my, my giftings are what I call visioneering, which is really clearly seeing what could be like, and having a, like a clear vision and helping people find their vision for what could be in their own lives, uh, strategy. So once you've got the vision, I'm so good at helping simplify how to get there. So you get clarity, then you simplify to help you get there. And then um, doing, building community and really growing and facilitating these groups. I saw that last week when I did it uh, for, there are nine, nine people besides myself. And it was just, it just felt, I've never done something that's so aligned with who I am. I mean, it was as easy as breathing and um, it filled me. There was no exhaustion. You know how you get like conference hangover or launch hangover or any of those big events and you just are like done at the end there was none of that I just I left feeling well I shouldn't say that like there was kind of the down feelings of like oh that's over the sadness that comes but there definitely wasn't like the physical exhaustion like physically I was like super excited and alive even though I had not gotten all the sleep there were some definite side effects but I just felt great like I just left there feeling like left that mastermind feeling like that's like the best use of my giftings in such amazing ways. But I also have this big calling and this movement I'm leading that I know I need to be doing. And that's my priority right now. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm actually, if to be completely candid with you, like I love the idea of doing this mastermind and I still really actually want to do it. Like if nothing else, I'm going to be doing my planning alone anyways, like to have that in community and want to build intentional community around that. Um, so I'm mentioning it here in part because it's part of what I took away from the canyon. But if this is something that would interest you, and it would be a high-level mastermind, this would be five figures, multiple five figures, so it's not cheap. Um, message me. Reach out to me personally because I don't know if I can even do it, but I would, it would be helpful to know if the interest is there. Because if I'm going to take a month away from my business, it's got a, that it comes as a huge opportunity cost. So it needs to make sense financially, but also I want to, I want to travel and I want to do this in really fun locations and adventure together because man, those shared experiences together, they bond you together in neat ways. So amazingly. In fact, um, when we were in Ancaster for the mastermind in May with Stu McLaren that he runs, a couple of us went out, uh, I, I did a bunch of hiking in the, there's like these beautiful trails there. And um, I connected with a few people um, during those hikes in just really deep ways, just being out in nature together. And uh, my little inner kid comes out. Like, I'm just, I'm a, it's crazy. I love nature. I just, I appreciate beauty everywhere I go. And I, I'm kind of ridiculous. I might, <laughs> you would either probably be really amused or really annoyed, <laughs> depending on how playful you are. 
but and I like I'm 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 super tactile. Like I want to feel everything, and I I want to get in the rivers. I made my friend Levi take his shoes off and get into a river with me, uh, like not swimming, but just like get our feet wet. I think he probably thought I was nuts, but uh, <laughs> just climbing on rocks and jumping on stuff and uh, like throwing huge sticks down this hill and watching them explode. <laughs> I love being in nature. It's so much fun. And um, anyways, uh, (laughs) got to go out with Stu and his kids. And that was cute. Marla gave me flowers and like gave me this beautiful bouquet. And anyways, I could talk about all of these experiences. And I, I talk about them so fondly because they left such an impact on me. And I would love to bring that to other people as well. And I know that's not for everybody. Like there's definitely people who never want to step foot on a trail or, you know, who just don't want to do that and who aren't comfortable with that. And that's totally fine. But if I could find a like group of like 10 adventurous people who are growing teams and want to do the strategic planning and want to have community who are all doing that, who are really leveling up, you know, going from just being a solopreneur to really becoming a CEO, that's what I want to do. And I don't know if I'll do it. Um, this isn't even, I, I'm not meaning to pitch it. It's more if the interest is there, I I want to know more than anything. Because maybe you're listening and I have no idea. Because, you know, most of my audience is photographers, which is great. But it's not really a photographer thing. This is for people who are, unless they're growing like agencies. Well, not agencies. That's the wrong word. Maybe. Unless they're growing like big teams of a bunch of freelance photographers or videographers, which is possible. Totally cool. But, man, I just, I want to do everything in an intentional community. And I've been thinking so much about community and friendship and connection and how it works on an individual level, but also how to do that in mass. And I'm going to be talking about that a lot more on the podcast because it's all part of growing your personal brand and like leading this as a personal brand and leveraging that. Like I see a personal brand as just building connection. So like it's just all interrelated. And all of that came to me on the top of a ridge when I was in a canyon because I created space. I didn't go in thinking, man, I'm going to figure out what kind of mastermind I want to run one day. Not at all. Most of my thoughts were, okay, how much water do I have left until I can get to the next source of water? <laughs> you know, like, how can I get myself cool? Okay, where should I take a break? Okay, how can I adjust my pack so that it's not killing my shoulders? Like, the adjusting the pack thing had to have been at least half of my thoughts. <laughs> And taking a bunch of pictures and wishing I could share it with people easily. Sometimes I could. I actually had a lot of service in the park, which like cell service, which surprised me. But um, anyways, it was, and I have to admit this to you, if I'm going to be totally transparent, when I went to the Welcome Center, I had to drive there and that air conditioning felt so good. And then I had to drive to the total opposite end of the park uh, to go where I was going in next so that's like a 45-minute drive because it's it's not very far. It's only like 14 miles, but it's like 20 miles an hour or something ridiculously slow, which isn't bad because there are bison, and I saw lots of them, and it was really cool. I stopped several times to take pictures, but I also let myself enjoy that air conditioner, and when I got to the trailhead where I was going to go into the canyon for that second day and sleep that night, there was this beautiful big bison about 50 feet away right on my trail. And I just took that as a sign that I should sit in my air conditioning a little bit more, eat my meal. I actually got my little camp stove out and cooked up uh, one of the little meals I had brought. And I took my time eating that and enjoying the cold. 
<laughs> and I didn't judge myself for it because in the past I totally would have judged myself for doing that when I should be backpacking and should be roughing it. And I'm like, nope, sitting in my car in the air conditioning and I am not going to feel guilty at all. Uh, and then when the bison left, I made my way down the canyon and uh, I did some journaling outside too. I didn't just sit in there for hours or whatever, but I definitely sat in there for plenty of time and that was not planned. I felt no shame and that's the beauty of giving yourself freedom with no expectations on these retreats. So uh, so um, when I left the canyon, I had all sorts, and I had a couple other ideas that came to me that are going to be really big in my business moving forward. Uh, definitely going to focus in on uh, building local communities and really growing in connection and scale by going local, which is crazy, but really fun. Can't wait to share that with you. Um, but... This trip, I like as I was leaving the park, like I said, I didn't really have any of the feels in the park. It was all more like basic desires and needs. But man, as I was leaving the park, like I was flooded by all the feels like joy and gratitude and just overwhelmed with like gratitude and pride. Like I did it. I did 17.3 miles and, um, with a pack, a heavy pack. And what I learned about myself and like some parts of the trail were really rugged or really kind of scary because they're like switchbacks on the side of a cliff face and they're like 12 inches wide. So it's like, oh, don't want to slip here. And uh, the first day was so muddy. It was, it was almost like ice. There were parts where I thought I might have to slide down on my butt uh, because it was so steep and slick. And so, um, just all the survival stuff. I was so proud that I had done it. I got this great t-shirt that I just don't want to take off ever uh, that you'll probably see me wear if I do Facebook Live or if you watch my Facebook Lives. But um, it was just such an incredible experience. And I just, I came out of that feeling so filled and so surprised because inside I didn't. And I just came out with the best business ideas. And it wasn't tons of them. And I wasn't super intentionally trying to do that. But powerful ones and just got a lot of clarity. And I don't know if I'll do this mastermind. I'd really love to. So like I said, if you're interested, shoot me a message. Um, if there's enough interest, then maybe I'll consider it. But it might be a year or two down the road. Kind of, I don't know. I'd really love to start doing it in December though. I want a reason to do it. <laughs> I want to find a way to justify it because I really want to do it. <laughs> I don't know if I can or not. Because I it would be four weeks, and then the mastermind would stew as three weeks a year. It's not full weeks, but it basically sucks up a whole week of work. And then if I go to Tribe Live, which is a huge rock in my business, I love it. That's another week, so that's eight weeks. And then these retreats that I do are basically four days away, four times a year, so 16 days there. And so that's a lot of time away from my family. So I don't know if I can do that. Like, I don't know if I could make that happen yet. But maybe I can find a way to bring my family. Or maybe there's a way I can figure out how to make it work. Um, I'm not ruling it out completely. It's just not a big rock yet. I don't have to make that decision till later. So if you're hearing this and you're interested, talk to me. Because if I get enough of the right people, I might just make it happen. Because, man, it's I just... It feels wrong to not do it because it's just so aligned with who I am. And it just is like easy and fun and impactful. And I don't even feel any like worry about ego saying that because it's just so true. <laughs> like It just was amazing. So, all right. 
that was my trip to North Dakota. That is why I think it's so important to make space for yourself and to not have all these constraints on you. If you missed the last episode where I talk about this and why I do these retreats and how they help you grow your business, definitely go back and look at it because these retreats can totally look different every time. But thank you for coming along with me today. If you like it, subscribe if you haven't already. Leave a review and more than anything, share it with somebody you know who might actually find it helpful and useful and who wouldn't if they're running an online business, right? Please be a great thank you. And in the meantime, I will catch you later. So thanks for tuning in today. Have a nice day, my friend. Hey, real quick before you go, number one, if you thought this episode was helpful and you know somebody personally that would enjoy it, would you send them a link to it? That would be super awesome. But second, if you enjoyed it, I also have a private podcast just for my email subscribers that I think you would really love. Now you can listen to it on the same podcast player, just like you are this current podcast, but it's only accessible through a unique link that I will send to you via email. Now this is the behind the scenes look at what I'm doing in my business. It's literally my thoughts about my business casually as I'm thinking about it. So it's not after I've done a bunch of stuff and I've distilled it down to a couple of points and I'm sharing, you know, just the highlights with you. Like this is the stuff in the moment that's working, that's not. Um, I have an episode in there that's all about the problems with my offer. I have things that I've been thinking about in terms of messaging and just all sorts of stuff that's going through my brain as I'm growing this business. And I'd love to share it with you. So if you would like to listen, all you need to do is go to gettheprivatepodcast.com, enter your name and your email, and I will send it right over to you. You'll get an email with a link that is yours. You can't share it with other people. It won't work for them, but it will work for you. And I know that you are going to love it. You just got to click the link, follow the podcast on your favorite podcast player, and away you go. You'll be automatically updated when there's new episodes. So hope to see you on the private podcast. Again, that is gettheprivatepodcast.com. And have a great day. Thanks for listening.